I'm certified life coach Angela Adams, and this is episode 12, It's Your Adventure, You Can Do What You Want. Every stage of our lives brings new challenges and opportunities. And did you know that you can love and embrace all of it? Come with me and let me show you how. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to week 12. Um, I can't believe it's already week 12. (laughs) I hope everyone had a great, great weekend and is having a wonderful week so far. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your adventure. You get to do what you want. So two years ago, my husband and I were in Alaska, really at this time, two years ago exactly, and I had never been to Alaska before. And let me tell you, if you ever get the chance to go to Alaska, take it. It is phenomenal. The scenery is gorgeous. The wildlife is just amazing. And in that week, we were able to see so much. And one of those things that we did on our vacation was we went to Denali. We went to Denali National Park. We stayed in Denali for a few days and we took a tour of Denali National Park. Now, we were on a bus and our bus driver was very young, but he was so knowledgeable of the area, so knowledgeable of the park and the wildlife. And he he told us so much. But what was even more phenomenal is that we saw every every species of wildlife that that park had to offer. We saw so many grizzlies. We saw moose up close and personal. Really, we saw eagles. We saw doll sheep. We just saw it all. And then we got to see Denali, Mount Denali, from the bottom to the top. It was truly, truly a breathtaking experience. Well, all along this bus ride, as our driver would give us facts, he would also stop along the way. And when he he would stop, he would offer for anyone who wanted to get off the bus to go hiking or exploring. But on this particular day, he would give us warnings, and especially because we saw so many grizzly bear. And he would tell us, but it's your adventure. You can do what you want. <laughs> Some people actually got off the bus. I could not believe it. But anyway, we didn't. But that got us thinking as we heard him say this over and over. It is your adventure and you can do what you want. That life is really our adventure, right? We get to do what we want. We came to earth to be able to choose with agency to do what we want. And part of that adventure is actually setting and achieving goals. And so today I am going to do the first part in a two-part series of goal setting. And we're going to talk about why goals are important and the very first thing we do when we set a goal. And then we're going to talk about the first few steps in creating our own goal. So why are goals so important? Well, we came to earth to learn and to grow. And part of learning and growing is actually setting goals along the way. Now, I like to think of this as kind of a spiritual experience, because if you think about it, we were all born with very unique 
gifts, and talents. And as we set goals, we recognize these gifts and talents, and we want to develop these at a very at a high, much higher level. And when we do this, we not only become better versions of ourselves, but we bless the lives of others along the way by adding value out into the world. Now, goals also give us the direction we need to create the results that we want in our lives. Now, goals, when we set goals, we actually have power over our primitive brain. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, so I've talked a lot about in the past about our brains, especially our primitive brain. Now, our primitive brain wants to keep us safe, wants to keep us comfortable, wants to keep us doing the same things over and over and over again. It doesn't want us to feel that discomfort or feel the fear when we try something new. So when we set a goal, we are actually having to think deliberately about something else. And our brain doesn't like this. Remember, our brain wants to keep us comfortable and doing the same things over and over again. Kind of like a machine on an assembly line. If you think about it, it does the same thing day in and day out, over and over again. That's what our brains want us to do. But we won't won't progress if we do this, right? We won't progress. It'll be a boring life. It really will be boring. It won't be fun. And we honestly will probably not feel any satisfaction or happiness in our life. So when we set a goal, we actually think deliberately. We deliberately concentrate and focus on that goal. And what we're doing is we are becoming in charge of our brain by giving it structure and supervision. So about 12 years ago, um, my good friend Kathy and I, we had been biking for several years before um, together. And we would bike three days a week, usually 12 miles, 12 to 15 miles a day, between 36 and 40 miles a week. And we did this for years. We did this when our youngest were and the back of our bikes. And then they went to school and we still continue to do this. And we had done this for like five years since. And one day Kathy came to me and said, Hey, I have an idea. Why don't we, why don't we set a goal for ourselves? Why don't we compete in an all woman triathlon? (laughs) Now a triathlon, a triathlon involves swimming a mile, biking 13 miles, and running a 5K. That is called a sprint triathlon. And that is what she wanted to do. And I've got to tell you, (laughs) I, my brain did not want to go there. My brain was perfectly happy doing the same thing we did day in and day out, three days a week, biking our same 36 to 40 miles a week. It did not want to do these extra things. And so it offered me all these thoughts like, you are 42 years old. Are you kidding? This is crazy. You're too old to do something like this. You've never swam a mile. You've never run a 5K, let alone bike and do all three of those things at the same time. There's no way you can do this. And my brain was just going 
crazy. But Kathy wanted more. She wanted to achieve more. So this leads me into the very first thing we have to do when we decide to set a goal, and that is managing our minds. Now, remember, our thoughts create our emotions, which drive our behavior and ultimately produce our results. Now, my mind was offering the no way, I don't want to do this because I was going to have to step out of my comfort zone. I was going to have to feel that discomfort and feel that fear. And I didn't, I didn't want to, I was perfectly fine. But the more Kathy talked and the more we discussed it, I started thinking, okay, maybe just maybe, maybe we could do this. I, I wasn't quite convinced yet, but maybe we can do this. And I had to decide to allow that discomfort. I had to remember that an emotion is simply an emotion. That discomfort is just an emotion. And that I could allow it if I really wanted to. I knew that it was going to be uncomfortable. I knew that training was going to be uncomfortable trying to get to that spot. And so the first thing I had to do was manage that discomfort and that fear. The second thing was I needed to find some thoughts that would help me (laughs) believe that we could do this, that I could do this goal. And so I couldn't go from absolutely, let's do it, because that wasn't believable to me. I didn't believe that I could do all those things. But I decided to start out with thoughts that, you know, it's possible that I could learn how to swim a mile. Now, I knew how to swim, but swimming for a mile straight, I've never done that. So it was possible that I could do that. And it was possible that I could run a 5K. I had never run a 5K before. And I knew it was possible. I knew I could do the bike. But those other things, it was possible. And I knew that I could do them even if I was scared and uncomfortable. And pretty soon, as we started working towards this goal, those empowering thoughts actually became thoughts like, I can do this. I can swim a half a mile straight. I can run one and a half miles without walking. I can do this. And so it started building on those beliefs. But I had to really manage my mind that way. I also had to focus on having more of an abundant mentality. Now, what does that mean? Okay, so a lot of times when we want something big or we want to achieve something big, it comes from something that we lack. And when we really focus on what we lack, That is coming from a scarcity mindset. And if we think about this over and over again, sometimes it just starts to seem like it's completely out of reach. And then we may even give up. But having an abundant mindset, abundance thinking, looks like this. Wanting what something that we already have. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, let me explain. So... In the triathlon. Now, coming from an abundant mindset, I wanted to have a healthy body. I wanted a body that could 
that was healthy, that could help me do and keep up with my kids, keep up with my eventual grandkids and do the things that I wanted to do. I wanted a healthy body. I wanted to feel good. And guess what? Before we actually even set that goal of the triathlon, I actually had a healthy body. I wasn't at a perfect weight, but I was healthy and I was able to do the things that I wanted to do because of that. And something else that I had, that I that I wanted, that I had, was a body that could move. I wanted a body that could move, that could keep up, that could run, that could that could move freely because I have this thought that a body in motion stays in motion. Well, guess what? I had that already. I wanted something that I already had. I had been exercising five days a week, three of those days biking for several miles. I had a body that could move, that could stay flexible and move. Now, the trick was that I sandwiched in between those two thoughts, those two abundant thoughts, something that I didn't have, and that was reaching a goal of doing a triathlon. Now, when I decided to set the goal with Kathy to compete in that triathlon, and I came from wanting what I already had and then sandwich what I wanting something that I didn't have in between, that gave me that abundant mindset. And because of that abundant mindset, I was able to actually move through that discomfort and that fear and move towards accomplishing that goal. All right. So now we want to create our goal. So what I want you to do is I want you to take some time and I want you to write down 10 things that you really want. But here's the thing. I want you to start with the first one being something that you want that you already have. And then the second thing, I want you to put down something that you want that you don't have. And then the third thing, I want you to put down something that you want that you already have. So do you get, do you see the pattern that I'm setting here? I want you to sandwich the things that you want that you don't have in between the things that you want that you already have. And this will help you get to that abundant mindset. All right. And once you do this, I want you to take a look at your list and choose one goal. Now, I only want you to choose one goal. We only want you to choose, to work on one goal at a time because our brain doesn't like to do too many things at once. It can't fully concentrate. It can't really deliberately think about more than one goal at a time. So it's really important that you do one thing at a time. Now, When you pick this goal, I want you to write it down and I want you to look at it and ask yourself, why? Why do I want to achieve this goal? What is the reason why I want to achieve this goal? And I want you to write all those things down. It it probably will be more than one reason. Now, why did Kathy and I want to run or compete in that triathlon? Because we wanted to accomplish something that we we knew we could do that was a little bit more difficult, a little out of reach, a little uncomfortable. We wanted to push our bodies 
because we knew we wanted to keep our bodies moving and improving. And that's why we wanted to do it. And we wanted to achieve something that we had never done before. Now, really be specific here. This really is the most important part after managing your mind when setting a goal. And then ask yourself, do you like those reasons? And if the answer is yes, I want you to think about that goal. And I want you to feel what that goal feels like when you think about it. What does that feel like? Now, when I finally decided to set this goal with Kathy, I started to feel excited. We both started to feel excited. We both started to feel committed. We both started to feel energized with this goal. And it was such a great feeling. And then I want you to ask yourself this question. And this is what we're going to end with today. Do you believe that you can accomplish that goal? Do you, in your heart of hearts, really believe that you can accomplish what you set out to do? All right. This week, I want you to do those things. And next week, we're going to be a lot more specific and actually set down the steps of how to achieve how to achieve this goal that you have set. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Go and make it a great day. Have fun with this. Decide on a goal. It can be small. It can be big. Whatever you want. And work on this part of setting and creating that goal. We'll talk to you next time. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.